Hey folks, welcome to Manchester, England. Pro Football Ireland. Football, you have it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back to that. Jeff Reinbold show. Bonus Jeff Reinbold show segment. You are Jeff Reinbold. So. I think we do this should be for Pro Football Iceland because it is freezing in this place. I was telling Jeff at home the other day, it was like minus five degrees Celsius. Um, first off, it's good to see you. I quite enjoyed watching you freeze your arse off in Glasgow last week. But it feels colder here today. I don't know why we're talking about the weather, but it's cold, man. You were born cold, clearly. Uh, no question. No question. And hey, how's your wife doing? I don't <laughs> We're joking. So we, we started recording this and we went two minutes as Jeff and Rudy tops the camera there. We, we went two minutes without realizing it was on and I was joking saying I've seen you more than I've seen my wife who has been incredibly supportive and you know it's fine because her this tour is happening in January we'll talk about that in a bit but <laughs> she's doing good. Uh, this is our last time seeing each other before this tour. Emotional. Totes emotion. Yeah. Do you use that word in Hawaii? Totes emotion. No. No. Um, Got the, got, got the cars. We're, we're going up in the world a little bit. The cars, the mics. Shout out to Mark Hogan for that. Um, Cowboys beating the Seahawks Thursday night. I was saying on the record it didn't work. Um, the Cowboys just got through the game. It was a great game. That was, that's, that's the best Thursday night game in a long time, Jeff. I thought the Seahawks played really well. Um, you know, they had too many penalties. And, I, you know, the officiating, we could go down and we could spend a whole episode talking yeah. about that. But I think the real factor of the, of the game is you know and we said this earlier Michael that the Cowboys will go as far as Dak will take them and you know their defense is very good they've got depth at running back their offensive line plays extremely well but the key thing for the Cowboys and going into the tail end of the season fighting for a, an NFC East championship and at a minimum a playoff bid they have to have good quarterback play he has done a great job all season of protecting the ball, and that's going to be key down the stretch. I want to do my big playoffs thing there, but I, I can't do it. It This is the key part of the year. This, this, like for any fan, if you're a Fairweather fan, if you're a hardcore NFL fan, or if you're very, very much in the middle, nothing beats this time of year. No question. And, you know, even for the players and coaches, I will tell you that, it, you know, you basically, the season is so long. It's 17 games. You know, you, you have to kind of divide it up into thirds. And you want to be able to be in the last third, which is where we're headed right now. And you need to be playing well, and you need to be healthy. And you look at the teams right now who I think have a chance to, you know, get to the big one. Those are all teams that are playing well, and they, you know, they've got health. You, you take the Cincinnati Bengals, for example. You know, you lose Joe Burrow twice in a year. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're, you're not going to get to the playoffs, and that's probably the reality for a very good football team. You take the same approach when you look at Buffalo and you see all how they've been just machine gunned on defense. Milano was down. You know, they, they lose all of their frontline players on defense. And, you know, again, they're fighting just trying to get a wild card berth now. Six and six. The Cowboys are who faced the Seahawks. Seahawks six and six. Cowboys nine and three. Going on what I said a second ago about being the best part of the year. I don't care if you're a Niners fan or an Eagles fan. Nothing is as good as Jerry Jones Cowboys football in January when it matters. It's just, it's great to watch. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes. And it's been a long time. I was four years old when the Cowboys last won the Super Bowl, Jeff. So it's been a, a little while, like a, a little while. Yeah. And you know, you talk about the, you talk about the Cowboys at the end of the season, the Cowboys have habitually broken the hearts of their fans every year. Yeah. You know, and, and so I've tapped the brakes on the Cowboys all year long, but 
I, again, I've really started to become a believer. I, they're so good on defense. And when, again, as I said, when, when Dak doesn't, you know, put the ball at risk and he's got a great connection with CD land hmm. and Gallup's a better than advertised player. And, you know, so there, there, there isn't particularly a weakness in the Cowboy game as long as their quarterback play stays consistent. As the NFC tech, you know, is not as good as the AFC. Let's be clear, it's not, it's not as competitive. Seahawks six and six. You're obviously buoyed by the performance you see in Thursday night. What do they have to do now, apart from win games down the stretch over the next few weeks to get to be in the to be in the dance? Come the I, middle I think I think the approach that Pete's going to take with his team, and I think this is the approach that all mature teams take at this point, is you can't end watch. You got to understand we need to be one and zero this week, and then go on next week and be one and zero, and then. Over the you know six weeks that are left, if you get enough W's, if you're one one and oh this week enough times, you're going to get in the playoffs. But if you're looking down the road and you're worrying about what's happening six weeks from now or how other people are playing, you can't control those things. You got to control what you can control. Are you a fan of numbers? At, at times. Here we go. Here we go. Jalen Hurts against Doc Prescott. Recording this on the Saturday before week thirteen. Obviously, Prescott's played one more game. Jalen Hurts has got 2,697 passing yards. Dak has got 3.2K. Uh, rushing yards, Jalen is flying with that there. He's leading them by almost, more than double. Um, they're pretty equal in total touchdowns. One more Jalen has than Dak. But Dak has a far higher quarterback rating and far less interceptions than Jalen. Is Dak Prescott the MVP in, in, at the minute, man, I can't go there right now. I think that if he finishes out the way he's playing right now, I think he's in in the in the conversation. And again, let's talk about that because it's it drives me crazy. <laughs> MVP, most valuable player. All right, so if you say most outstanding player, mm. that's a different issue, right? So who can who judges value? Value is based on what? Now you can see how important Dak is to the Cowboys. But on the on the same token, you can see what Jalen Hurts brings to the Eagles. I think if you go on the on the concept of most outstanding season, or you know, that would say I'll go with Dak on that one. Okay. Fair enough. I think if Dak Prescott wins the MVP, Vegas is gonna be a bit mad. It's like can you imagine the Cowboys? I'm gonna tell you something. If the it's turning the Cowboys if, podcast. If the Cowboys are in Las Vegas that is going to be a lot of fun because they are so starved. You mentioned how long it's been since they've been to a Super Bowl. This has been Jerry Jones' quest. It's been something that, frankly, in a lot of ways, he's mismanaged over time. Mm. But, uh, you know, I think the ability for McCarthy to take over the offense in the offseason, call the plays, that's what he enjoys doing. Uh, Obviously, you can see the strength of Dan Quinn's defense every week. They go out to play. They can run. They can run at every single level. And if you, maybe with the exception of the linebackers, there are dominant players at all all levels of that Cowboy defense. When they lost Banderesh, that hurt them a little bit. But you know they still got guys that'll go out there and you know run around and make play. Just before we talk about the tour, you're looking well, man, for a guy that works a lot. Two more two more games tomorrow on Sky. Or today, depending on when you're listening to this, appreciate, appreciate you uh, listening, folks, and your support of the podcast and Jeff's podcast also. Um, I'm not going to talk about the two games because we've talked about two of the games on your podcast already. Have you changed your mind a little bit about Green Bay, Kansas City since? Do you, do you remember the time no, of Jordan Love? I know we talked about that. And, yeah. and, you know, this is, 
Green Bay is a scary, if I'm Kansas City, Green Bay concerns me. Number one, you're going to have to go and play in their place. Yes. And it's December. So it's going to be cold. You don't know what the field conditions are going to be, all of that, even though they've got a, you know, a heater underneath the grass. That does, if, if, if there's snow, then you're going to have to deal with mud, mm. right? So the inconsistency of Kansas City's wide receivers and their ability to catch the ball, that balls that are off their body, is a concern, again, because when it's cold, your hands are stiff, the ball's hard. I mean, it's it's You, you this morning. That was me <laughs> right now. But, um, you know, and, and then again, and that not to take anything away from the Packers because – Jordan Love has really, really started to trend in the right direction for the Packers. And that young receiver room that they got, I think, is really playing at, at a high level right now. So uh, Packer fans really should be excited about this football team because I think they have a chance to get to the playoffs this year. But certainly in the next while, they're entering into another period where you can start to consider them as a Super Bowl contender. Oh, there you go. There's the UK Packers listening now. I'm on UK and Irish Packers. Um, looking forward to obviously asking Sunday football. It's on Sky Sports tomorrow night. And you'll be on Sky with Neil, uh, Jeb, Allen, Phoebe. I can't wait to see what you're going to do tomorrow. You're going to start dancing or something? Or what's no, the crack? No, no. no? Is, it, is it warm in there at least? I mean, At least it, in, it, most of the time in the Sky Studios it's warm. And it's warm, much warmer than it is in here right now. But, um, you know, the game is going to be a lot. Those, those games are going to be great to call. They're going to be fun to analyze because, again, you've got – the Texans and the Broncos, and and I am not a big Sean Payton fan, but I will tell you he's done an outstanding job of turning around that program in one year. Uh, Vance Joseph, who played for me. Uh, Vance Joseph played for you? Vance Joseph played for me, and Vance uh, was a defensive back for us in Amsterdam in 2001. You've never told me this, yeah. ever. So anyway, <laughs> Vance is a great kid, and I'm, I'm glad that, he, you know, he's – He's got his defense going in the right direction because early in the year I was really worried for his job after they gave up seven mm. to Miami. And you look over on the other side and, and C.J. Stroud, one of the really rising stars in the league, for a Texans team that you better not sleep on because they're good enough to beat anybody in this league when they play their A game. Love Tank Dell. We talked about Tank Dell in our draft show. Nico Collins as well. Yeah, Nico Collins is a great player. Uh, Dalton Schultz has given them a target at tight end. That it, he's kind of... Last couple of weeks kind of slowed down a little bit. I think he's inactive tomorrow. I think as well. I think he's playing, which yes. is interesting for them. So it's it's all going to be on Tank and Nico and it's all. Well, I tell you what, Tank Tank can shoulder the burden because you look at how what a incredible chemistry that he and and C J Stroud have and how many big plays they've made when plays break down. It's almost a touchdown a week on plays that were off script, and you know that's that's the mark of great players. And. Um, just finally, this this has been a good two weeks uh, in the UK. Glasgow last week, Manchester this week. Good to obviously see you again, but more so good to... It's, it's almost been like a little warm-up for this tour next month. Uh, if you're interested in coming to any of the Irish states, which are next up, linktr.ee slash Reinbold or NFL Ireland, whatever one you want, really, or just DM us and we, and we, we, we will give you a hand. Um, I won't see you again until the 26th of January. Which teams are we going to be talking about playing in the championship that weekend? I think I really, I really, really do believe that that you're going to see the Dolphins there. I think the Dolphins are going to win enough games to have home field advantage, which is going to be critical for them in the playoffs. Uh, I, I think that, you know, the other team in that 
in it's a toss up, isn't it? The AFC is it could be Kansas City, it could be, it could be Jacksonville. Jacksonville. I mean, it, and that's that's really six weeks ago you'd have said no way, but I'll tell you what, Jacksonville has played extremely well, and they win. You know, they win in a lot of different ways. You know, they they can beat you with the running game. They can beat you throwing it. Uh, they spread the ball. I, 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 Trevor Lawrence has done a great job under Doug Peterson of distributing the ball to every one of his receivers, so you have to defend the whole field. Uh, Josh Allen is a dominant pass rusher. Uh, their secondary really gets their hands on a, on a lot of football. So Miami against Jacksonville and the Bottle of Florida. I would love to see that. I would certainly because then it'd be warm. But um, <laughs> but you know I would not be surprised if it isn't uh, you know uh, Miami Kansas City. Um, and and again I just really think with. Jalen Ramsey, as long as he's healthy and playing at a high level, you know, they've got Xavier Howard. They've got really good players on defense, and they're all playing better every week in Vic Fangio's system. I'd love to see that because a team like Miami that haven't been there in so long as well, it's one of those things. Just for people, before we get at the, the, the NFC and, 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 we, and we jump off, it's not that cold in here, Jeff. It's not. For people at home, like, you're like, you know when it's cold at home and you put the fire on? It's not even remotely here. Like a fire I'm thinking about right now it's nice put it on if you had a fire because it is <laughs> there's a reunion right behind us and um, NFC over there. We well, start that on fire. will we just say Eagles Cowboys and keep everyone seeing here ah I don't know man I, I, you know Eagles Cowboys woo uh, um, <laughs> imagine that imagine the Eagles Cowboys and that Dolphins would be, that would be really really something because that is such a historic rivalry mm. and I, t I tell you Mike for it to mean so much as well yeah and Coach Vermeil when he when I said, when did you know? When he took over the Eagles, the Eagles hadn't been in the playoffs, I think, in 25 years. And I said, Coach, when did you know that you you had made, you know, you turned it in Philadelphia back in the day? And he said, when we went to Dallas and beat the Cowboys, that's when we knew. And that's how intense this rivalry is. These teams hate each other. The cities hate each other. And, you know, for the winner of that game, go the spoils, I think, in the NFC. I love it. I love it. Jeff, as I burp from our mushroom breakfast, it's been, it's been great seeing you over the last couple of weeks. Um, I haven't got a Greg's yet, but we'll get one uh, before we head to Vegas. What and, we uh, huh? Like a, for an ATM machine or something? No, Greg's the, is a... You can't, you, there's none in Ireland. This is the whole difference. There's, there's some in Northern Ireland, but there's none in the Republic. It's we'll a, get you one in Belfast. Bank, right? It's not a bank. It's a food place. And anyway, it's been, it's been good crack over the last couple of weeks. I hope you're enjoying yourself over here. It's been, I, I can't speak for everyone, but I've enjoyed seeing you back on TV again. It's been, it's been great crack. And um, not just a thank you to you, but a thank you to everybody you work with because I think the support this year has been, um, it's, it's been incredible and, and your, your continued support is, is heartwarming. And so I, I massively appreciate it, man. And uh, I'm looking forward to driving you crazy around Ireland in the, in the next I, I tell you what, these shows are so much fun to do to, to get out and share the stoke for the NFL with the fans and, you know, to think we're going to get eight dates in Ireland, you know, that we'll be all over the Emerald Isle. Um, you know, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. If you have any chance to get to one of the shows, please get to one of the shows because we have a blast. And, and again, if you come to, um, where would we get the boys? Would we get in... in Dublin. Who are the boys? What's going on? My my soccer club. Right. So there's a football team called the Rhine Bull Wanderers. Yeah. Not just a football team. 
This is a championship football. Uh, okay. Well, we we will. I I will update people on this more for people for people watching this, listening to this. Uh, we're back on Monday morning football on Monday morning. Ironically, hopefully the game ends before twelve thirty, so we can record a podcast before <laughs> bedtime. But here, thank you so much again, man. It's been it's been awesome to see you again, and uh, hopefully you warm up before Christmas. Yeah. Always a blast, my friend. <laughs>